This podcast proudly brought to you by Wilhelm Streaming. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Legends of Tomorrow. Today. today Legends of today. today. Today, today, today. I'm Yogi. I'm Dom. And this whole episode is going to be a rundown and review of the new movie, Batman vs. Superman. There's going to be spoilers everywhere throughout this podcast. If you haven't seen it yet and you don't want to be spoiled... Listen to us after you've seen it. Yeah, don't listen to this right now. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna give it the a full probe. We're gonna give we're it. We're gonna probe it everywhere. Yes, yeah, movie. We're gonna give it the full probe. It, 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 we're gonna give it the review it deserves. The works. <laughs> the works. Not the not the review that it needs. The, one <laughs> the that ruin it deserves. Deserves. <laughs> deserves. Deserves. Uh, okay, so wh- where should we start? Well, first off, just uh, looking at. Friend statuses from social media. Yeah, not just um, friends, but like a lot seems, of people on like. Seems like there's a very and... much a public divide on uh, on people, um, what their expectations maybe were on the movie and and how they um, whether they how they enjoyed it, what they thought of the movie, um, and yeah, it seems to be polarizing views. Yeah, to what put they it lightly, understood or what they didn't understand. understand. Um, so I guess like when you look at it. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has got the movie at about 37%. Yeah. Whereas IMDb's got it at about 7.5 out of out 10, 10 stars. So yeah, It's a very fluctuating uh, rating system. It looks like nobody's exactly... Nobody's exactly kind of coming together and agreeing on one thing. I think it's... Yeah, either, it basically goes down to that sort of thing. You either love the movie... Or you just don't get it, and yeah. you're wrong. Yes. <laughs> now, um, something you said to me uh, earlier this week because I've seen it three times now. We just we're, we've just come fresh from seeing it again. I'm at two. You're at two. I'm at three. Um, you said something uh, earlier in the week to me where I thought it was pretty spot on. Yeah. It's a movie for comic book fans, actual readers. Yep. Agreed. It, for those who have no idea about any of the characters, like they've never read a comic, don't know what's going on, you're not exactly going to understand everything that's going on in this movie. No, it, no, you're not. You've kind of been spoon-fed a little bit by Marvel movies, where everything's kind of laid out to a degree, because like we've said in the past, Marvel's got its own fucking issues. Marvel's Marvel's got its own system. And its own system is great for mass consumption. And yes. the reason I say that is that they go through every suit, like every superhero, and they give them their own movie for their own backstory, for their own journey to how um, they came to be, and that's awesome. Um, but I kind of oh, think, to a degree. Yeah, well, you sort of look at it before the before the Avengers movie came out. Yeah, but Hawkeye the, didn't have his own movie. Well. Okay, it's a whole... As a whole Black Widow didn't have her own movie. Black Widow and Hawkeye, I'm going to drop the bomb, are just supporting characters. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they, they're really... They're just... They're, they're there. And um, Avengers 2 was kind of like Hawkeye's movie. <laughs> kind of, yeah. 
But the only one in there that didn't have his own movie within that universe was the Hulk, even though there was an Edward Norton yeah. and an Eric Banner one that yeah. you could argue. <laughs> but the Edward Norton one, because obviously Edward Norton didn't sign on for the Avengers movies or anything yeah. like that. He did have his own. If right now you're thinking, what has Marvel got to do with DC? There's more to this than just watching this movie. Mm. Uh, Going back to the Marvel, though. Yes. Is that Marvel, you can watch a Marvel movie and be a casual viewer. Yeah, you can and, kind of turn your brain off and yeah, understand what's and going yeah, on. Yeah, and you can, there's obviously different levels to Marvel movies. And obviously you and I are not putting down Marvel movies or anything like because you and I very much enjoy them. Yeah, very much enjoy them. But the way that they're made is that, so any Joe Blow can go in and enjoy the movie. Yeah. And then comic book fans and people I mean, that are actually really into the comics can enjoy it on another yeah. level. I mean, we've talked and about that's... it before where Marvel has its issues and where they've completely deviated from the origin uh, or original um, uh, storyline, like with... Uh, uh, Wolverine Origins and Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> or, or um, uh, Iron Man 3 with... Um, What's his name? Uh, uh, ben Kingsley played him. Oh, the, Mandarin. The Mandarin. Yeah. Completely deviated. Yeah. yeah. The Mandarin's supposed to be like a magical, mystical kind of... Asian man. Yeah. And, or, and then <laughs> Not it a turns, bumbling Brit. <laughs> yeah. Or, or not fucking... Uh, <laughs> what's his name from Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? Guy Ritchie. <laughs> yeah, Guy Ritchie. <laughs> um, yeah, but I guess... So uh, the whole reason we mentioned Marvel was... What we're really trying to say is a different style of movie. Yes, you and need you really some... have to engage in yeah. this movie. You you need some kind of um... backstory. You you need some sort of knowledge of the DC universe. You need some kind of knowledge on comic books in general. Um, now, with like I, like we said about Marvel, and once again, no disrespect to Marvel, we do love the fucking movies, and I watch every th- single movie that's come out. Um, and even the TV shows. I haven't watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Agent Carter. No. But I do love, and I stress love... Jessica the, Jones and Jessica Daredevil. Jessica Jones and Daredevil. Yep. Jessica Jones more than Daredevil, but fuck, I love those TV shows. Yeah. Um, but like we've said it in previous podcasts, uh, like in Thor, when Thor smashes the Rainbow Bridge, uh, and then the next time you see him is Avengers, and he's come to Earth, and you're like... How the fuck did he get to Earth? He's he's he def- smashed it. Yeah, he's yeah. broken his way. And then the next time we see him in Thor two, it's still broken. Mm. How did he get to Earth? <laughs> and then Loki shows him in that movie, like, oh, there are other ways. Meaning that he didn't know there are other ways to get to Earth. To Earth. So how the fuck did he get to Earth in the Avengers? Also, Iron Man three. Tony Stark completely destroys every single one of his um, suits, suits and uh, takes out the um, arc reactor in mm. his chest and gets thing, um, gets better and says, I'm, I give up being Iron Man. That's it. I've retired. Mm. The next thing we do, we see him in Avengers 2 and he's back at it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> With no, literally no explanation whatsoever. Okay. Now, these are just things that the audience glosses over. No one's... I, I've n- not heard anybody talk about these. Sure. Now, with Batman vs. Superman, it's as if everybody just wants to shit on it. 
where they're picking like like I've had uh, horrible discussions and arguments with people online about like people are saying there's plot holes it's uh, everywhere there's dream sequences galore there's this is that nothing made sense it's all around the place I'm like no you just really have to pay attention to the movie yeah. you can't switch your brain off and treat this movie like a Fast and the Furious or a fucking Transformers movie. Yeah. You need to pay attention. Yeah. Um, where should we go from here? <laughs> well, yeah, and I think really coming to that, and uh, it, it really solidified my stance on it after seeing it for the second time. Is yeah, that something you were saying on the car back here was, was that like it's even better the it, second you time. You enjoy it more the second time because a lot of the questions that you may have had if if you pay attention to those set, like those um, parts in mm. the, the next time you see it it's all answered and it's all it's all in it's there it's all there it's all there but you just you really have to look either look for it or you've you've got to really pay attention yeah. and, and take it all in and so i think to actually give an accurate review of this movie you really have to have seen it twice um, or just really fucking pay attention the first time. <laughs> yeah, but even saying that though, like I know I paid attention yeah. quite a bit, and it wasn't until, and I've I, I back myself to have a little bit of backstory on yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of the characters, um, but to see it the second time, it's all a lot clearer, and it's it's almost far more enjoyable. Yeah, the second time. I, I can't imagine what it would be the third time, but... Oh, it was fantastic but, because, um, um, like, since having these arguments and uh, people bringing up this to me and that to me and this to me and that to me, like, all these little bits that they're like, oh, what about this? How come that? Blah, blah, blah. The third time watching it, I'm really looking out for what they're talking about. There are times where people say, like, oh, Batman's using a gun. Or what about, he? like, he's... Like, I... I do. I did write a small review and post it to um, mm. uh, the Facebook page for Rotten Tomatoes, and I've been getting a lot of feedback on that. And I did mention that this movie does pull heavily, so mm. heavily, mm. from uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Mm. In that, he's very much against killing. Yep. Now, in this movie, he does use guns. Mm. And a lot of people have been saying, what about, like you said, it pulling heavily from Dark Knight Returns. How come he's using all these guns? And I'm like, well, if you fucking read Dark Knight Returns, you'd know he uses rubber bullets. Mm. So everything, take it as he's using rubber bullets. There's also parts where, um, in like a kind of decrepit warehouse where he's going yeah. after um, Martha Kent... Yep. Um, he does take somebody's gun and shoot around the room. He doesn't actually hit anybody. He's making people duck. Mm. He's making them fall to the ground. He's not actually hitting anybody. Mm. The only time, and he does do this, he does use a gun and shoot people, is in a... Uh, it's not exactly a dream sequence, but it's a vision of the future. Mm. This is the bit where he's in the... Um, Desert fatigues. Hmm. Should we go... Um, We're probably skipping ahead right yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> should, should we go uh, bit for bit and say what this movie is about? Like, it starts off with the end of Man of Steel, where 
uh, Superman is fighting General Zod and they're kind of destroying Metropolis. Yep. And it's Bruce. It, it's that whole sequence, but mm. from the um, the point of view of Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne, and he's like everybody's running out of the city. He's running towards, towards it. and he's running towards all the chaos and shit. Yeah. And he's getting to his building. He's telling his uh, co-workers and his friends, like, get the fuck out of the building and yeah. stuff. Um, and at one point, it all comes crashing down. Yep. He has to save... Um, an employee? Yeah, an employee. It looked like a, uh, like a security guard kind of thing. Yep. His legs got trapped. But he's an important person to Yes, he, to comes, he comes up Later. quite a lot in the yep. movie. Um, and, like, during, like, through all that smoke, you see yep. a horse... Which kind of got some giggles in the first scene of yeah. the movie that I went to. It's a definite um, homage to Dark Knight Rises because he rides a, a horse, horse in it yeah. when the city's in turmoil. Yep. So, um, but yeah, he helps this guy. Um, he lifts up this beam. Some other people drag him out. Yep. The guy can't feel his legs. And then he sees this little girl and stuff's about to fall on her and he like saves the day and saves her and shit and that just ominously looks at uh, Superman up in the sky and stuff. Yeah. Um, there's also, like, while that's going on, there's it's cutting in between, like, that and a reminder of the death of his parents and, you know, all that kind of shit. Yeah, just a little bit of backstory yeah. on... Um, just on enough to, you know, what, so you know yeah. what's going on. Because we've seen Bruce Wayne's backstory over and over and over and over again. I mean, it hasn't been that long since um, Dark Batman Knight. Begins and yeah, Dark, Dark Knight, Knight. R- Rises and yeah. stuff like that. Um, from there, we see um, like it jumps 18 months in, into mm. the future. And there's a, a scene where two cops go into this uh, kind of derelict house kind house, of thing. Yeah. And a um, whole lot of... Uh, like children, yeah, like or young young slaves, teens, yeah, or, or sex slaves, or sex slaves, like yeah. Um, they've been locked up, but, and but by this time they've been freed. They're not letting go because the Batman is still in the place. Um, Batman is is kind of branding his victims now. Um, I think he's, he's just well. Forward. I think it particularly he's branding the more. The, the more, more severe, severe ones, ones. Yeah. yeah, like the more heinous crimes. Yeah. This this guy's uh, involved well, sex, in sex trafficking. Yes, sex trafficking. Yeah, he's one of the bad bad ones. Yeah, so I'm letting all the inmates know at the yeah. jail that this guy's fucked up. Yeah. Um. Uh, where do we go from there? Um. So from there, it sort of um, skips um, to. Uh, Superman. Yeah, this so, skips to Superman, and Superman's having a hard time. Uh, I guess proving you, that he's a good guy. Yeah, well, um, yeah, he's sort of having a bit of a bit of a challenging time, just sort of um, seeing people starting to have this polarizing view yeah. that he's there's, not this amazing guy. Yeah, there's a very distinct kind of. Um, separation mm. between the masses of people thinking he's the saviour and mm. others thinking, like, he has too much, much power. power. It's pretty which much is what, like a god living amongst us. Exactly. And we don't know what his intentions are long-term. Yeah. 
Like, we've seen him do good, yes. Yes, but, but what happens if he changes his mind? Yeah, exactly. And, like, the first thing they saw him do was fight Zod. I'm like, yeah, he's trying to stop Zod from destroying the world, but in the process, he did destroy the city. Yeah, and kill thousands. Yeah. And then it flicks, flicks over to Lois... Um, and she's reporting over yeah. in um, the Middle East somewhere. Yeah, some kind of deserty yep. country. And, um, anyway, she gets um, captured. Yeah, she's there doing some kind of research. report or yeah. research or something. And uh, the photographer with her turns out to be FBI or CIA yeah, or something. He's got a military, bug on yeah. him. Yeah. And um, uh, some people there... Security. Yeah, um... Security. We find out later that they're working for Lex Luthor. Um, uh, what do you call it? Expose him. And they take her hostage and kill him in front of Lois Lane. Yeah. Um, so basically, the crux of that, though, is Lois um, it gets in deep doo-doo. Yeah. And uh, Superman, and Superman comes, comes out of nowhere and saves say, the day. Yep. And then there's just gunfire everywhere and yeah. Superman takes care of business. Now... The next thing you see from that is that uh, there's a woman testifying in front of a UN-type council saying that uh, Superman uh, came to our village and the next thing I know, all these people are dead. Mm. Making it look like like whether she was paid off or whether like she just didn't understand what had happened or something, but making it look like Superman just killed all these people yeah. in his wake. Um so now the uh, the population of the world are still like the, there's some distrust or mm. there's some trust missing from um, this almighty kind of savior that's yeah. come into their lives. Yeah. So after that, we're introduced to Lex Luthor, who's yeah. obviously, as you guys may have heard, is the main <laughs> villain. Um, in all this, the main antagonist. Now and he's um, really everything stems back to him, obviously. Yeah, so. and he's a very different Lex Luthor than we've seen in pretty much anything. Um, he's uh, like my favorite kind of Lex Luthor is the um, the animated Lex Luthor from like the Superman ninety Superman cartoons and. The Justice I like the League good, and stuff like I that. I like the good Lex Luthor from, like, Flashpoint. <laughs> 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 Wants to save the world. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg plays it a very... Uh, he's very Man, calculated. Very. He knows exactly what's going on. At the very start of the movie, he does know who Superman and Bruce Wayne are. Yeah. Um, and he's taking step by step to kind of push them in the direction he wants and manipulate them. Um, he's very calculated throughout this movie. Yeah. He's maniacal. But he's also batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't realise it at the start. No. Um, it really comes out towards the end of the movie. Yeah. And a lot of people have been saying he's a bit goofy, and I'm like, it's kind of Jesse Eisenberg with his high-pitched voice. Yeah. But he is a bit terrifying if you really look at it. Um. Later in the movie, he is really terrifying. Yeah. To begin with, at the start, you, you're a little bit like, oh, really? Yeah, he's a bit... Eh. Oh, really? This yeah. is a guy that's going to be the main villain for <laughs> Batman and Superman? <laughs> yeah. But watch this space. Yeah. Shit's about to go down. <laughs> um, but, um, cool. Yeah, well, um, I guess to divert a little bit, um, I'm thinking we might just talk about what we thought was 
really awesome ourselves um, from the movie because I think you and I probably got um, totally different things that we thought were pretty rad, yeah. pretty cool. Um, but something that really came up um, the second time around were the um, the dream sequences. Yeah, um, that's something. Or the like, the future the future vision. Yeah, well, I've seen uh, some people just commenting saying, "Oh, Batman vs Superman." can be really summed down as, is this a dream sequence? Question mark. Yeah. Like, oh, all the fucking dream sequences is the thing. There's technically only one dream Dream sequence. Dream sequence, yeah. That's when uh, Bruce goes to visit his uh, parents. um, uh, What do you call it? Oh, the cemetery. Yeah, yeah. And then the tombstone. Yeah, yeah, the the tombstone. The monument starts bleeding. bleeding And there's there's this huge fuck-off bat bat. Just kind of breaks <laughs> through the thing. Goes. That's the only dream sequence. Yeah, fickle. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fine. But then um, the the future, looking yeah. into the future. Okay, what happens is um that's uh, the best. Yeah, Bruce is decrypting uh that thing that he got from Lex. He's decrypting it on his back computer, and he falls asleep. The next scene we see is him in um like a, a, a apocalyptic. A, yeah, a, a, a very apocalyptic um. City, it's all deserty. He's wearing desert fatigues. It looks like he's. I just looking... love that he's got the Batman mask on. Yes, yeah, but yeah, cool. but yeah, well, he's got like this massive trench coat. If you read uh, some of the Son of the Demon, yeah, um, that comic book, yeah. like he's all in the uh, desert um, with uh, Talia Al Ghul and oh, yeah. Ghul and stuff. But he's wearing no shirt, but he's still got the cowl on. It's very <laughs> odd. <laughs> That's awesome. Um. But yeah, he's he's in the desert. It looks like he's looking for kryptonite. Yeah. Because he goes into a truck that's heavily guarded by all these guards and stuff. They open this thing, and instead of kryptonite, it's just two green light bulbs. Yeah. And the he's thing, like, oh, fuck, it's a The trap. thing that I found really cool, though, is when just at the start of the sequence, and Batman's, like, on the top of a hill. Yeah, and he looks and down, and there's this fucking It's just this wasteland city. of a city, yeah. But there's also... Uh, what's it? The Omega brand. Yeah. In the in the the land, really, in that huge like miles of desert and shit. And who who is that alluding to, Yogi? Dark side. So it's um they've already started it's foreshadowing planning. for they've planted in this movie so many seeds for all the movies it's, that are upcoming. It's actually quite brilliant. There is so much going on, like yeah, stuff even with like um. <laughs> Alluding to yeah potential Ferris air and stuff yeah, yeah, like that yeah. later. They, they they mention um what's it Colonel, yeah Colonel, Colonel Ferris, Ferris or something yeah, which is a nod to yeah. um, Ferris aircraft, which is a nod to Hal Jordan and Green Lantern Corps. But anyway, going back to this dream sequence because I oh sorry this future side thing because I thought the second time round mm. it was bloody brilliant. It yeah. was really good. The first time I was like I'm a little confused. Yeah, I was like oh like it. Now, there was lots yeah, of little things. It's a dream sequence. I'm not sure what the fuck's going on. It is definitely a look into the, the future. future. Oh, definitely. But let's break it down. I reckon for everybody. Yeah. Um, well, because he, this is probably one of the most confusing parts yeah. of the movie, and this Batman, is actually something that the casual fan will just go, yeah, "WTF? What is that?" Yeah. So here's the answers for you. So let's break it down from the start because I think. This will clear up confusion, not only for the casual fan that might um, potentially listen to the podcast, but it's also a really great 
um, thing for discussion for most of our regular listeners. Yeah, and, and, and that, especially all those um, people who are like really hating on the movie, yep. saying like it doesn't make sense. And, and this I'm like, is this is kind this of this is one purely of our interpretation of what we feel yeah. this future sequence but is I about. S- I so strongly feel that we're right on it. I think we are. <laughs> I think we are. But yeah, look, as I said, we'll we'll discuss it now. But if um, anyone out there in uh, Radio Land has yeah. a different opinion or other information they want to share, please feel, let us know. Please chuck it on the Facebook page. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I'm really excited about it. Um, but, yeah, this is something that I really only sort of um, majorly picked up on the second time around. So yeah. um, if you if you have seen the movie and um, you're a little bit unsure, you are not alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, we'll... Okay, it starts we'll off with, like... Um, Bruce falling asleep in air quotes um, while he's while the back computer is uh, decrypting that shit. This starts that future sight thing. We see a scene of Batman in the in the desert fatigues. Mm. We see that um, apocalyptic looking world. We see that Omega symbol in the land and stuff. Yeah, which is we think is alluding to. Dark, Dark side. side, who we know is going to be the main villain yeah. of the next Justice of the Justice League. Movie. Yeah, we don't know what city it is. We no. don't know whereabouts in the world it is. We don't even know if it's Earth or no. Apocalypse. Yep. Um. But the next thing we next see yeah, yeah. is um Batman um coming up to a truck with all these guards around. Like I said before, like him coming uh walking into the truck. They open this thing. He thinks it's kryptonite. It's just two green bulbs, and he's like, "Fuck! It was an ambush." Yep. And one of these... the guy that's got it says he's sorry. Yeah. He's like, oh, "I'm sorry, man." Yeah. It's like I had no choice, yeah. kind of thing. Um, now, he's in, currently he's in a truck. Yeah. But and people the, pull out guns. The people stuff. that pull out guns on their trench coats or desert digs. Yeah. All have the House of L symbol. Yeah, the Superman on their, insignia yeah, on their on, sh- um, on their shoulders, on their shoulders. like we, a kind of uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this looks like it's shit's gone bad. Obviously, in a, a kind of post-apocalyptic world, and they start you know shooting up the place. Batman does what Batman does best, and he goes into fight. Yeah, beats um, beats down bodies. Yeah, but. It looks like he's been pushed even further than he has before because he's actually using guns and actually shooting people. Yep. Now, there's too many of them and they get the better of him. They really kind of jump him. And we see some of Darkseid's uh, flying... Whatever they're called. Uh, they start with P. It's like para... Para... Yeah, look it up. <laughs> we'll find it. But um, we find these, yeah, Darkseid's... Like henchmen things, yeah. These flying, um, I don't know. I kind of think they look like um, those howler monkeys of um, <laughs> of the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, Fly, like a, but like a robot insecty version. <laughs> they definitely got like wings, like um, like parademons. A, parademons. That's they're called it. parademons. Yeah, they definitely got wings that look kind of like um, f- uh, uh. Dragonflies. Yeah, you know? they just look like, and they come like they swarm in. Yeah, there's fucking they totally, tons of them. And they just, but they take out not only 
Um, well, they they try and take out Batman, but they take out all these men. Yeah, as well. Like they're not the ones with the Superman insignia. No. They look like they're on the same side. Yeah. So it looks like Superman and Darkseid might be kind of yeah on my, the same side ish. Now my so. immediate thing, thinking of this, was like shit. Batman, Batman's obviously on the wrong side of whoever Superman, or I guess whatever side Superman's on. Yeah. So I was thinking, I wonder if maybe in the future they were looking at doing an Injustice storyline. Or something similar. Yeah, or something really similar. Mm. And um, where, yeah, Superman just, like, loses it and mm. just goes, just now, totally flips. The next thing we see, like, mm. they, they all kind of gang up on Batman. They beat him so he's, like, unconscious or whatever. But the next thing we see is, like, he is tied up in, like, a kind of, desert cell cave yeah. kind of thing and there's two men uh one to the right one to the left of him also chained up mm. like a hands tied up and chained yeah. from the ceiling and then superman just bursts in and all these guards with that insignia just kind of drop to their knees like bow to mm. him and he walks down this hallway looking at batman and these two guys and he's heat vision he just fucking chops these guys in half yeah. And leaves Batman there, takes off his mask, looks at him and says uh, something about Lois. Yeah. Saying, you took her from me or something like that. Yeah. And then he puts his hand on Batman's chest and pushes. And then we just hear like a snap and like, ah! So it looks like, yeah, we don't exactly see it, but it looks like he's reached into grab his heart out yeah grip his heart out kind of yeah. thing um and then batman like wakes up yeah from his dream or vision yeah but i'm saying vision because as soon as he wakes up there's this time hole now this is something that is also kind of a little uh confusing to a, a movie watcher who doesn't who has yeah doesn't have a backstory on DC exactly? Comics. There's this time this. hole with the Flash coming through it. He's he's wearing some kind of mechanical armor over his suit because we see his like this helmet thing open mm. up and he's still wearing his costume like his mask and stuff. And he's he's yelling to Bruce saying, "You were right. You were always right about him. You need to stop him." You need to find us. The key is Lois. You need to find us. You need to find us. Yeah. Mean and at this point, like, like that happens, and then Batman wakes up again, and the encryption that uh, the decryption that the back computer's been doing just finished. Finished. So he hasn't seen anything on that uh, hard drive yet, meaning he doesn't know about the metahumans. Yeah. Yet. But he's just had a vision from the Flash saying, you need to find us, meaning the other metahumans. Yeah. Because apparently Lois is the key to something we don't know yet, but it seems like from that and from what Superman said in that cave, something happens to Lois in the future which makes Superman snap. Mm. With Flash saying, you were right about him, you were always right, means that Superman has snapped and we needed some kind of deterrent mm. to bring him down. Mm. 
And the Flash is warning him about that, saying, you need to find the rest of us. Yeah. This is just a fucking amazing scene. It's it's awesome. But it's, <laughs> but it's one of those things, unless you understand it or you know this scene, yeah, it means nothing to you. Yeah. Then you just go, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Why is Batman in the desert? Why is there a, a wasteland? Why? And then why and who the fuck is that coming and to why, the thing? What yeah. is this? And why is Superman hitting Batman? Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. Now, every, uh, not everybody, a lot of people are taking this as a dream sequence, saying, what a useless dream sequence. This movie doesn't need no. that. This Once is again, pivotal. It's not a dream sequence. This is yes, like, it is pivotal. This is like one of the most important scenes in the movie. It's a vision of the future that I think has happened because of Flash coming through Through, that time hole. There's like a rupture through time giving Bruce a vision of what's to come. So, which then leads me to also think that there is the possibility of an inclusion of maybe a Flashpoint storyline in there as well. Um, But obviously the, the glaring one is looking at the injustice yeah. storyline potentially potentially because obviously they've got dark side yeah and he's he's the next villain that's that's coming through <coughs> so we'll wait and see but maybe the other thing too is maybe dark side takes control of superman or bribe superman or bribe maybe superman. dark side has uh kidnaps lois or has got it's... lois or something yeah and he's or maybe just like just like at the end of the movie with what um uh, Lex does with um, Martha Kent. Yeah, uses but, bait. Yeah, who knows? Maybe that's what happens. Batman maybe uses Lois, and it all goes wrong. <laughs> Batman uses Lois's bait, all goes wrong, and then possibly. Who knows? But so far, it's it's sounding like there is an injustice storyline in the pipeline. Now, what we see later on is that um, Batman sends uh, Bruce Wayne sends an email to Diana Prince. Uh, Wonder Woman, saying, I've decrypted the files. Here they are. I saw the picture. It doesn't belong to you. It is you. Who are you? Where have you been? And it's a picture of her from the First World War. Yeah, 1918. Now, this was something I think you asked me about recently, saying, like, uh, are those people in the photo, uh, are they anybody special? Oh, that's not me. Oh, that might have been Tim. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't think they're anybody special. No. I think they're just soldiers. No. But it would be so cool if they were like the Blackhawks, the uh, fighter pilots from uh, First or Second World War. That would be, be amazing. Cool. Yeah, no, I think, <laughs> I think um, yeah, the, the fact that they've got a Wonder Woman movie coming out yeah. is it may, so great, is going to be so great. But and it may shed more light on... Before we talk about movie. Wonder Woman, because she is one of the best things about the movie. But before we do, I just want to um, chat about the metahumans. Yeah, because um, he sends the whole encrypted file mm. to her with the other metahumans. There's Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman. Uh, Flash's little kind of scene. Flash is actually quite humorous, cool. yeah. yeah. It's quite humorous. Um, it's kind of funny because for those of you, um, and I dare say if you're listeners of this podcast, you watch um, the, the Flash, Flash on CW, on CW. Um, and my, one of my initial concerns was the fact that Grant Gustin, He's doing in my such head, a fantastic job. Yeah, and he's who I associate with a live action 
Barry Allen. Yeah, fair enough. Um, you know, and I think everyone just has um, preconceived um, of of who they would have as um, the Flash. But um, Ezra Miller, who who is the actor for for this Flash, actually, it looks yeah. it looks like he does a, a great job. And From what we've seen, it's a t- there's a, nothing I don't like about yeah, it. Yeah, it's about a twenty second snippet, yeah. and it was great. But was there's fantastic. also there is also him coming through the time hole. Yeah, and what he does with that is pretty fucking great. And fucking awesome. Um, I loved it. Yeah. We also see Jason Momoa as um, Aqu- Aquaman or Arthur Curry. Yeah. And he um, looks fucking badass. Badass. Like, from what we'd seen... There's no more Aquaman jokes. <laughs> this guy is the real deal. From what we'd seen with, like, uh, like leaked photos and stuff, where yeah. he looks like he was an extra from fucking Battlefield Earth. Yeah. No. I- I'm getting rid of that. He He's fucking badass. Yeah, he looks... He looks so cool. He looks the part. And... I just love where they're, like... He's not wearing that um, iconic uh, orange... I like... But he's got tattoos all over him that look like fish scales. But get this, right? You, did you see where it said somewhere off the coast of Tonga? Tonga? <laughs> Which is perfect. It's perfect because everybody's idea of Aquaman is this blonde, blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy yeah. that um, that is Arthur Curry. Yeah. But for, um, for this Momoa, Aquaman, Jason Momoa, the fact that they've, at this stage, it looks like they've based him... As somewhere on the Pacific Islands, yeah, it makes perfect sense to have this tattooed, um, dreadlocked, yeah, um, Aquaman because obviously that's to do with the location that they're they're currently what um, to do with that that region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's perfect. That makes sense, and um, it's quite logical. So I mean, he's also the king of the ocean. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't just There's reside lot... in Atlantis. Oh, exactly. He goes fucking everywhere. Yeah, and there's a lot of ocean out in the Pacific Islands. Yeah, exactly. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. I've been to Samoa. I love it. <laughs> I, I have not. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's wonderful. Yeah, but I love ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, that, and, and that was perfect. And the other one that was that came out was Cyborg. And, and now you know how much I hate Cyborg. I was worried about how they would do Cyborg. I was really worried. Because in my head, I, I never really thought Cyborg was like a good enough kind of like, or a legitimate part of the Justice League. Yeah. I was when originally got announced of who was gonna be in this initial Justice League, yeah. I was a bit shirty with like, like you serious mm, like you pick Cyborg over Martian Manhunter. Like Yeah. Like, like come leave on Cyborg for the teen time yeah, yeah, where yeah, he belongs. Yeah, like but after seeing the snippet, and it was only twenty se- like twenty seconds. Yeah, it, he looked fantastic. He looked great. Badass. Yeah, he looked now, really well done. There is something in this clip where, like, it's obviously like for those of you who don't know, it's his dad is the scientist working on him. That's why they're not letting him die. Mm. Um, I'll turn my mic up just a little bit. Um, He's just saying within a couple of hours he'll be dead. I don't know what to do anymore. And then, like, it's cutting in between takes of um, the scientist giving his uh, his kind of research uh, log. The last one is him with this, he says, like, m- military-grade kind of thing that he's got on loan or whatever. It's this cube that is just fluctuating and stuff. And then decides of itself to kind of fly up over this half, more than half dead 
person. It's yeah, like half a, half a body. Yeah, and it starts rebuilding it. Sorry, I just ripped out my headphone. Um, I may be completely off by this, but I have a theory that this is a mother box. Mm. Uh, a sentient robot from the New Gods and from Apocalypse that they use for the boom tubes to transport through different worlds and stuff with ease. Sure. Um, yeah, it's my theory that this is a mother box and Cyborg fuses with a mother box, which lends itself to more of our theory of Darkseid coming into everything. Mm. Um, yeah. Which is <laughs> awesome. So um, we've chatted about what what our thoughts are on the um, three metahumans that are to be introduced in, yeah. the, in the upcoming movies. We've had a, a small chat about um, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, but I think for now I'd, I'd like to sort of move on to what I thought was really cool, um, particularly Batman and Wonder Woman, yeah. and to a slightly lesser extent um, Superman. So, so um, first of all, we've got Batman. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to drop the bomb and just say this is... Ben Affleck is the best Batman to ever be on screen. I, I totally agree. Best now, Batman I ever. do love Adam West. Yeah. And to me, Kevin Conroy has always been the pivotal Batman. Kevin Conroy uh, obviously being the uh, voice of Batman in the 90s animated series. Um, whenever I read a comic book and Batman's in it and I'm reading Batman's parts, the voice in my head is Kevin Conroy's voice mm. that I'm reading. I don't know if it's going to be this way anymore because I think Ben Affleck has done such an amazing job. I, I see no flaw in him. Mm. I think he's fucking amazing. Yeah. Best Batman we've ever had. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I think Batman has been so much more accurate to the comics yeah. in this form than ever before. And like I've said earlier, like this... This whole movie heavily takes off Dark Knight Returns. Mm. I think a lot of people grown attached to um, the Christian Bale Batman. Which um, was wrong on so many levels. And I think, oh, look, uh, the, the Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises, they've got their own merits as being great movies, um, as standalone movies. Yeah. I For me, I wouldn't necessarily tie them into a DC universe. I just have no. them as standalone movies. I mean, but um, Christian Bale was a bit too bleh as look, Batman for, for me. For, for that Batman and for that those film, that film genre or like that film... Um, that franchise. Tr- yeah, franchise. Christian Bale obviously worked and that yeah. worked for that, that um, session. Like, but... This movie, I feel, has been made for the comic book diehards, the fans. For um, me. <laughs> for the people people that um, are actually either avid followers yeah. or people that um, have an interest in DC. Yeah. So, um, and I think I think that's really apparent, particularly with this Batman. And so, um, I guess a really, really good example of the last Batman, the last trilogy that was made was... Bane was very different to the Bane. Yeah. To the Bane that of, was instead of being a Spanish um, genius who lived his life in solitary yeah. uh, uh, 
prison and being that wears a luchador mask and be uh, yeah pumped pump full, full of toxin, <laughs> toxins yeah, and poisons yeah um instead he's this just brute with a a weird mask and an odd <laughs> british voice yeah <laughs> asthma <laughs> yeah. anyway um i'm digressing but um basically the point i was trying to make is the fact that they've tried as hard as they can to have this Batman as accurate yeah. as possible as they could have in the film. Um, and Ben Affleck um, mentions that in some of his interviews. Yeah. And it's just like, we've tried really hard to keep it. And Ben Affleck um, is a massive Batman fan. Yeah. Um, and so I couldn't I couldn't have higher praise, actually, for, for this mm. Batman, um, all the way down to the gadgets, um, to um, the vehicles. To, to his... Genius, his know-how, yeah. the and way he makes even stuff. Even to like, um, Gem- uh, Jeremy Irons as Alfred. Alfred, and I thought I thought he was a great Alfred. Oh, yeah. Something that's different to the other movies is the fact that he's a younger Alfred. The age, oh, kind the of. age gap isn't as large. He's I, he kind of looks older, but he's more spry than say yeah. your um, Michael Caine. Michael Caine or the guy before that. Um, but he does have that. Uh, quick-witted comebacks and he doesn't let, you know, uh, Bruce just walk all over him. Yeah. It's like, you know. But no, um, to, to bring back to my my point, though, is this Alfred is a great Alfred. Oh, fuck yeah. He's a great accompaniment and Ben Affleck um, and him have great interaction on screen and great chemistry. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's wicked. But um, I guess other the other thing that was... Um, the, I guess is so great about Batman is his interaction with the biggest win in I feel the whole movie is how Wonder Woman has been introduced, brought in, and um, shown. So. No, but yeah, no, she's um the the introduction of Wonder Woman is been fantastic and yeah, she's think, obviously doing some covert stuff and and the the actress Gal Gadot Gal Gadot oh uh, she's, she's she's unreal perfect. she's unreal and I guess like you look at her filmography and yeah, she's and still like Fast and, Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious stuff. And we like, only looked at it today and we're like Jesus like, yeah we're like oh shit like no wonder she, I've never seen yeah. her anything but you look at that and you're like oh. It's, like she's got a pretty pretty large role, like a pretty um, incredible role to like. And she does it and perfectly. She nails it. She yeah. is unreal. But it's that she nails the balance between having this super strong, courageous woman, but that's also she's somewhat got this loving, delicacy delicate and, this... and loving. Yeah, yeah. Like and oh, yeah, and she walks that that really like that fine line that's perfect between. Like this, like this incredible superhero, but also this, yeah, this nurturing, loving person. Yeah, and it's just, like it's it's on point. And too much either way would ruin the character because I, if, yeah, she's just done if it's it too so well. yeah if um if she's too bad like too bad badass like just, yeah then it loses the whole character of Wonder Woman yeah and same the opposite the other way if she's too um. 
too sort of, I guess, in a too way, soft, delicate, yeah, or whatever. It loses then it's the like, character. How's she ever gonna fight? Exactly. Kind of but thing. it was, it it's, was she, she, it was on to me, point. She's right out of the comic books. Yeah, like she, I, it's I can't say anything because she's just so fucking perfect. She, yeah, and I think, I think the casting of those two characters. I don't think, after seeing it, I don't think I could feel that there would be a better Batman to be cast or a better, better Wonder Woman. Yeah. And and her theme music, I fucking love it. We just played oh, yeah. it. And that gave me chills the first time I saw it. I'm like, oh, fuck, just, yes. Just unreal. So um, I'm really excited, actually, for a solo movie. Mm-hmm. If it's anything like... Um, her role in Batman vs Superman, it is going to be out of this world. It's going to be out of the ballpark. Yeah, they, they've already given um, uh, like a trailer for it. There's um, some uh, photos already yeah, released already. and stuff. There's, like Hippolyta's going to be in it, which like they're really kind of giving the Amazon side of oh, like, yeah. her, her storyline, which I'm really hoping they don't kind of deviate, like what they did with yeah. Man of Steel for Superman, they kind of changed his origin slightly. Yeah, slightly yeah. I'm hoping they don't do this with um, Wonder Woman, because in the comics, she's made from clay. Yeah. She's made from clay, and she's made human by Zeus, yeah. the Greek god. Right. And, like, a lot of people are saying, like, uh, it, you know, with her fighting uh, Doomsday in this new movie and stuff, like, how come... Uh, like, kryptonite's the only thing that's supposed to be able to affect it. How come her sword is actually doing damage? How come her, like, bracelets are able to kind of, uh, the shockwave make this abomination kind of fly back? And I'm like, because they're created by gods. Yeah. Like, they're not just, she doesn't just have this sword and this shield that she fucking picked up from anywhere. They're created by the god Hephaestus. The god of metalsmithing. Like, they're, they're fucking all powerful, man. Yeah. You know? But, um... Yes. And we even got to see the lasso of truth. Oh, we did. Sick. <laughs> we, we did. We got to see... We got to see Wonder Woman, particularly in that fight scene at the end. Mm. I thought her us. fight scene... Was almost the best of the movie, and right, the like special that, effects that bit for where her I'm, were like, incredible. Like I, 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 I like kind of nudged you. I was like, "Look at her! Look at her right yeah. now!" Like she wasn't scared during the fight. She's actually got a smile Loves on her it. face. She's fucking like, "Yeah, yeah. fucking fighting!" Yeah, you know? no, but it's it just hit the nail on the head. Like she's so brave, courageous, so perfect. Um, oh, it was yeah, it was awesome, and she was just like this, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. Looking forward to looking forward to that. I think um, I, I'm moving on to um, Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think to be perfectly honest, I think they could have done more with with Superman. Yeah. I think he was. I think they he kind was of... the one weak link, and I think a lot of people have actually been pretty quick. To jump on him, I think within the some reason of the why, like, it, this is really more a Batman movie than it is a Superman movie. But I think the reason why there's not too much touched on Superman is because mm. he's already had his own mm. movie. Mm. He's had his character development. He's had um, his own kind of stuff. You know, yeah. We don't, we don't need that. He's already again. in there. But I think, I think it's really interesting though. It's 
He's from he's starting to figure out that he's not always the yeah, the he, guy that's loved and adored. Yeah, and, he needs to go through things with a bit more mindfulness. Yeah, which is something that's like a common kind of trope in uh, Superman's classic. And I think it's the other thing too. Is I think. He's Stories. he's realizing that he's not always right. Exactly, yeah. and he he can't be judged during an executioner yeah. for everybody, and that there is an accountability that he's never had before because he's always felt that he was always doing good. Yeah, and he and was, now that he's seeing like oh, all just damage, because I'm doing good doesn't mean that it either comes across that way yeah. or it it actually is doing good. There's mm. there's he comes across as he's got the best intentions for everything, but the re- the reality and the collateral damage of what he does, um, he's beginning to uh, get that awareness of, oh, I can save Lois Lane, but then, oh, shit, like, I might, might have to uh, obviously deal with the repercussions of that. Yeah. Um, or I might take down Zod and destroy yeah, but buildings and thousands of buildings to save the world. Yeah. But in the process, I've killed thousands of people. Yeah, like this time they really kind of made sure um, that the big fights were kind of in a... Controlled environment. Yeah, and in a... Uh, uh, what do you call it? A... Um, uh, not condemned part of town, but... Uh, no, I think you look at an it... An unpopulated part of town. And that's you, mostly Batman's doing. Like, he led them to a yeah. place where no but one But I think the there. other thing, too, is I think Superman has developed this accountability and this conscience. and he's, um, Which is very much his story yeah. in the comic books. Yeah, like, for sure. If he's just an all-powerful god, yeah. then where's the story in Because when that? he took Doomsday... The story is... Where is he as a man? Like Where he does took, he fit in? Like, he took Doomsday to outer space. Yeah. To think, okay, cool, I'm going to take this guy away from any harm to, yeah. to come to anybody. And then, obviously... He gets hit with the nuke. The nuke. <laughs> so... Which is, once again, a um, a great homage to the uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And, like, we see him almost skeletal floating in space until the sun comes over the horizon and he gets that energy from our yellow yeah, sun again. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but I think um, Batman is a... I mean, sorry, Superman as a character. I, I for one, have, have almost started... I feel I'm starting to see more and more of these little cracks forming within Superman for, for upcoming movies. Yeah, yeah. You can start to see, oh, actually, they really are building up, potentially <laughs> for an Injustice um, storyline or potentially a storyline where Superman just gets essentially just jack of everybody <laughs> and just goes, you know what, stuff you all. Yeah, fuck is. <laughs> um, like, I can't be the person that you want. Yeah. I'd save you all and you're not happy and then I, like, I can never make anyone, I can never make everybody happy. I really think it's got that there will be more to do with Lois as a factor, though. That, of course, that'll yeah. be the thing that makes and, him but I think, snap. I think even that though was brought up in the movie when oh, she yeah, was yeah, in yeah. the Middle East, and then yeah. Superman's just like, "Oh, stuff everything! I'm going to save Lois." Yeah, and then Lois is like said in the bathtub, she's like, "Well, loving me 
you can't be the man that you need to be. Yeah. And that, and I think that was that was so telling. And that might be what happens later in yeah. movies to come. Like yeah. he might be it's like. Okay, I am the person I need to be, so I won't put Lois ahead of everything. Yeah. And that might end up getting her killed or something. Yeah. And that might make him snap. Yeah. Who knows? And so um, there's, yeah, there's so much, like, <laughs> just in this movie, there's so much direction. Yeah. There's so many seeds that they could they could go from this movie. There's so much in this movie that, that that's why I keep saying it's brilliant. There's so much and it's done so well. That I think it's going over people's heads because they don't understand. I think that's the main thing, actually. It's more the fact that this movie has gone over far, like, too many people's heads because you do not have, if you do not have the backstory or knowledge, or even listening to a podcast like, <laughs> from two jokers like you and I yeah. <laughs> that are just explaining everything in detail. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think um, just having that explanation. Um, would really assist in people understanding the movie and the complexities that have sort of come up surrounding the movie. Hmm. Now, um, <coughs> later on, like, during that big fight with Doomsday and stuff, like, after the nukes, Doomsday even gets gets even more stronger. Now, uh, when... Do you want to just chat about Doomsday? Yeah, with, now, um, when, when we saw, like, months ago, when first pictures came out about Doomsday and everybody was saying, like, Oh, he looks like one of those new Ninja Turtles from the Michael Bay shit. And we we both agreed tonight, no, it looks more like an orc. Yeah. <laughs> but one of those super orcs. From yeah, like, like the, the second one. Yeah, one of, like the second one. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I thought um, Doomsday, like they changed his origin story. Uh, yeah. Um, but in a lot of ways, they it was still almost... kind of kept it, like part of... Some parts of Doomsday's origin story, depending on which comics you read, he is an abomination created by Krypton, uh, Kryptonians. Kryptonians, yeah. Um, but in this one, he's kind of created by Lex using Kryptonian technology and his own blood yeah, right. and shit. But yeah, they do change it, and he doesn't look like he does in the comics. No, no, no. Well, so Doomsday yeah. is basically this abomination created by Lex Luthor. Um, in the movie, by basically mixing General Zod, so the deceased think, body of I General think it's, Zod. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't think it's just mixing uh, a Kryptonian with human blood. I no. think it's mixing a deceased yeah. Kryptonian with human blood. So what, I, what it or was... Or with foreign blood. Well, what it was is they mixed Lex Luthor's blood with Zod. Yeah, Zod's and dead then body. Uh, Lex Luthor was talking in the spaceship about, hey, can you create this being or or something with with this? And they're the, like the um, spaceship's like, oh no, we're we're forbidden under Kryptonian law from from um, creating incubate, a, yeah. a, a, an abomination, well, abomination that must not be named deemed. because it's so bad. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, like, like, where is your council? Where is your god now? Yeah, well, <laughs> where is your where is the Kryptonian now? council now? And, and they're, they're like, like, oh, well, it's deceased. Dead. It's deceased. And he's like, he's like then like, proceed. So proceed, yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's obviously how Doomsday came about as sort of almost Lex Luthor's endgame yeah. for, for whoever the survivor would be out of Batman or Superman. Yeah. What I didn't... What's something that I was thinking about was, say, for instance, Doomsday did just completely destroy... Batman or Superman or both. Mm. 
What um, was his plan then? What was the plan then? <laughs> no Did, idea. Could Jesse Eisenberg, or sorry, Lex Luthor, <laughs> have controlled Doomsday? Not sure. No yeah. one knows. Was he just an uncontrollable being? Um, so that... that was he hoping that they would take each other out, like what they did? Yeah. Um, but I guess for, for us, and basically Doomsday just served more as a, a purpose... Um, or a vehicle for, for Lex Luthor yeah. to be this crazy, uh, I guess, to get to this point where he's just gone all batshit crazy mm-hmm. and just like, let's just destroy everything. So yeah. essentially, Doomsday was more just an end game than an actual character. Yeah, he like a trump card. Yeah, kind of. it was more... Like, yeah. hey, fuck you, I've got one more trick up my sleeve. Yeah, so like, you couldn't, you could never really count Doomsday as essentially um, a, a, a character, anything other than... Um, a 10-minute fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and I think it's it's more to do with the fact that Jesse Eisenberg just couldn't physically fight himself. So yeah. it was pretty much like him having a, a champion or something. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. So, um, and in that, that case, it worked really well because Doomsday in the comics um, is a villain onto himself with his... Yeah, it's just like a, almost like a mindless being that just cannot be stopped. Yeah. Um, which essentially that's what he is in the movie. Yeah. But for those of you who don't know in the comics, he's the only thing that could kill Superman. Superman. Technically. Technically. Yeah. He He comes close though. He, he, he stops Superman and kind of, it makes it look like Superman's dead in the comics. Mm. And it's just slowed his heart to such an incredible rate that each beat is, there's a pause within a day or two. Between right. each beat of his heart, kind well, of that's thing. that's pr- looks and that like we see the, that's what's happened. Yeah, we definitely um, see later because at the at the end, um, like we, as as you guys have no doubt have seen it, um, Superman gets killed by yeah. by Doomsday, uh, but and I think takes out Doomsday. Oh, it kills him! Kills so him with the yeah. Kryptonian spear, and that's yeah. that's and cool. That's, him being that's cool. so close to the Kryptonite, like Doomsday gets <laughs> him that last blow. Yeah, so they both kind of. In inverted quotes, <clears throat> die, and then we see like uh, the whole funeral scene. Yeah, the there. funeral for both Superman of an empty box and Clark Kent back yeah. in Smallville in yeah. Kansas and stuff. Yeah. And like at the very the very last scene of the movie is, um, like if you really pay attention to the background music, you can hear like a uh, a heartbeat. Um, it may just be, uh, drums symbolizing a heartbeat, (laughs) but there is definitely a bit of the very last scene of the movie of this dirt that's been scattered on the coffin that just lifts up and then it all got fades to black or all cuts to black. Um, yeah, I guess alive. Two more characters I just want to chat about. Um, one being Lois, and yep. the last one I just want to chat a bit about was just touching a little bit more on Lex, because um, we sort of chatted about him briefly um, before. Yeah. But um, I think something I just want to mention with Lois is a, Lois Lane, the character of Lois Lane, I feel could have been written a lot better yeah. and done a lot better. The actress, Amy Adams. I think she did. She did a great did job with what she job. had. Yeah, exactly. With what she, the best she job got. she could do with what she, she had. got. And I... Yeah, and hats off to her. I think uh, she's great. I'm not saying what we saw wasn't good. 
I was just saying the it writing could have of been it. Better. But I just kind of feel the writing of this Lois Lane character, for as great as Wonder Woman is, yeah, and as great as it is, um, I guess role modeling and being that image for um, female superheroes, um, uh, I guess moving forward. Yeah. Lois Lane's almost that step back in time, being that damsel in distress that uh, always needs saving. Yeah, to a degree. Like, she is kind of uh, gung-ho about stuff, but she does do some really stupid things. Yeah, and then gets herself into trouble. Yeah. And then Superman's always the antidote to that. Yeah. And I know it's a plot point to basically have Superman um, come and save her, um, and then sort of have that collateral damage around around Lois Lane. Yeah. But it makes her come across as... A yeah. negative influence kind of thing. Yeah, but also I just feel that they haven't really made... Like, emotionally she's a strong character, mm. and that's cool, but just kind of feel when it comes um, to within, within the movie when it... She's just not very... She is that damsel in distress that's always getting in trouble. Yeah. And I kind of... Me, personally, would like to see movies sort of slightly move away from that a bit. Yeah. Um, Because... I mean, we've seen it for decades. Yeah, I think... And I think it's really tired. literature, we've seen it for fucking... Yeah, and I think just, like, like, (laughs) just leave it. Like, it's... It's it's an old ideology. Yeah. And that... And I think it's... It's not the... it's not the fact that Lois Lane is helpless or anything like that, because in other parts of the movie, she's this strong, savvy woman. Yeah, she's so gung ho, real she badass. Yeah. And like, why she are you? Can hold her but the thing is, stuff. like, why are you disempowering her character? Yeah, but by yeah, make... her character even does it herself, like by leaning on the fact that Superman's always going to be there for. Well, her. exactly, and yeah. I think that's what bugs me the most about yeah. her character is the fact that. But she made mention of it quite often, being like. Well, you can't, yeah, you can't love me and and be the hero. Yeah, and I'm like, time. well, stop putting yourself in harm's way, bitch. Well, stop, <laughs> but also stop putting pressure on him. Yeah, like, um, and I think that's um that's something that sort of bugged me, and I I hope um in some ways they they look to empower Lois Lane more in the future. I think future movies because um, Amy Adams is a great actress, she, and I think God, she's fucking brilliant. And I think if they changed her role to be um, that more empowered, um, really gung-ho reporter person that's um, that's sort of really on the cusp of things. Mm. I think that would be, make the movie... It would make the movie, I think... Um, it would definitely add quite a lot more. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah we'll have to see <laughs> what happens with that in future movies to yeah. come. But I think the next one... I mean, next year that's coming out is the um, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman. Um, standalone, and it just—it's it, going to have to be a given that the whole Wonder Woman movie is just going to be fucking the shit. Yeah, like, it's going to be awesome. All these powerful women just, well, you know, bringing it, you know, yeah. without needing a man. I think if you, you look know, in the Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's been something that's definitely been pointed out. Is there's very little strong female superheroes. And yeah. It's only been very recently that two have emerged in Jessica Jones and Black Widow. Oh, and Scarlet Witch to a degree. Well, she's only just very recent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and even in that movie, 
she was kind of a bit, she was the damsel in distress yeah. until the end. Exactly. Yeah. So I think Marvel's looking at moving that way as well, particularly with Black Widow. Black Widow, I think, is done really, really well. Yeah. But I think I Especially would. In that last I would like to see, and I think it's being done well within this DC thing. I hope. Yeah. With obviously Wonder Woman being awesome, but I hope they do the same with the other other female leads, whether it be Lois Lane, yeah, um, or other females, well, um, yeah, in the gonna, future. But they're bringing in Hippolyta and like a whole fucking Amazonian race. Of oh, yeah, totally. Women. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I hope they do the same in Marvel as well, like bringing in Captain Marvel and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, so I'm really f- big fan of strong female leads. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, the last character we would just want to chat about is Jesse Eisenberg oh, yeah, yeah. Um, as Lex Luthor. And we chatted about the start, about how he's this really... Cr- at the start, he becomes he's off so as... So calculated. But at but the start, he becomes... kind of goofy. Yeah, at the start, he's like this real goofy... He's sort of somewhat approachable for people initially. Yeah. Initially. And I think... And then he really starts calculating and figuring out yeah. what makes people tick. I think people <coughs> aren't giving him enough credit because if you do think about it and I've seen the movie three fucking times now that goofiness is like his mask Mm. because like we said earlier he already knows the secret identities of Superman and Batman he's known it throughout the whole movie there are hints to this yeah Um, his goofiness I think is just his his way of showing people around him, um, like, oh, you don't have to fear me, I'm this kind of goofy kind of thing. Yeah. But behind the curtain, he's really a calculating, yeah. maniacal kind of genius. Yeah. It's funny, because they changed his origin story, I think, slightly as well. Yeah. Um, oh, well, he's not bald. <laughs> and he's not best friends with, uh, or childhood friends with Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Um, yeah, but I thought he, Jesse Eisenberg, throughout the movie, particularly towards the end, I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fantastic. And a lot of people sort of said, oh, well, I don't know if he was that good of a villain because he's got no superpowers and he can't do this and he can't do that. I was like, he orchestrated one of the most incredible, like, the whole, his whole plan was almost flawless. Yeah. And the fact that he did, had organised all that, He'd researched what Superman's weakness was. He'd started already figuring out who the metahumans were. Yeah, he'd already to, like he. Knew, he had a far bigger plan. He knew who than just Superman was and kidnapped his mother. He, he knew who um, Batman was, and he was sending um, notes via that crippled guy from the start of the yeah. movie, saying like, "You kill, you let your family die." Oh. That wasn't him sending it. That was Lex. Yeah. And then, yeah, all the photos to Clark. Yeah. About, like, um, just bat, like Justice. Like just bat justice. pushing them a little bit, a little bit further but the plan's to where so he elaborate that if the plan had worked for him, he'd already done all this research to figure out where the next metahumans were so he could eliminate, potentially eliminate yeah, yeah, all them. Yeah. Be like, all right, I've got to knock off some, I've got to knock off Arthur Curry and Atlantis. I've got to go knock off the Flash. Like, he, he'd sorted all this out. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, obviously the bigger plan, other than to destroy Batman and Superman, was just world domination. And yeah. he was... Or somehow 
getting their power and making it his own. Yeah. Because at the very end of the movie, like, uh, where Batman interrogates him in his jail cell, yeah. like, he, he says, the bell's already been rung. He knows about us. They're coming. I thought That's that was another... Well, that was more alluding to Darkseid. Exactly. Coming. Yeah. So... But what Lex I see, Luthor knows Darkseid's coming. But the other thing, too, is when he was talking about the painting, and he's like, yeah. oh, we should turn that upside down, yeah. because the de- the demons don't come from down below. They come from up above. And everyone, I think, was thinking he, thinking was, gonna, he was talking, talking about, about Superman, Superman, but he was really talking, talking about Darkseid. Dark I was like, oh, yeah. shit's going down. <laughs> like, all these parademons and stuff. I'm like, fuck. Like, he knew that that was happening. Yeah. There is like, more to so that's this the other thing movie too, than is, people really Like, think. I wouldn't be surprised if, while he was in that ship, he was making the communication with Darkseid then. Possibly. Like, everything yeah, was done through the ship. Because in the ship... They the, say, we've, we've got knowledge from over a thousand uh, worlds. Yeah, we've got 152 yeah. worlds. And that could be something that is uh, touched up on in later movies. Like, exactly. Uh, like flashback to him in that ship talking to... But that's where I think he would have probably... Chatted up with Darkseid. But the other thing, too, is the fact that the next movie, Darkseid could just bust him out of jail. Most likely, yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, shit. Um, but, yeah, so next movie is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> but um, And if, like, it, it sounds like the next, um, the next, well, the Justice League movie coming out next year, if it's obviously going to round up all these metahumans and get them together as a Justice League, um, if Darkseid doesn't come into that or come into it at the end of the movie, he's definitely going to be in the next one. Yeah. Because well, I, there's so much alluding to Darkseid in this movie. I suppose that brings me up to a bit of a where to from here. Yeah. <laughs> we've chatted about a lot of the characters and we've we've chatted quite a lot about where we think there's a where to from here. Yeah. And obviously the next step is the Wonder Woman movie, which will be her origin story. Yeah. At this stage, obviously, Batman's not going to get a standalone movie to himself just yet. But the next ones will be the well, Justice League movie. Well, the now, next one coming in the, in the next couple of months is the Suicide Squad movie. Technically, we don't know what the fuck that's about. Shoot. We know that there's all these villains that are getting together and they have to go on a mission for the government because they're un- they're forced to, but we don't know what the mission is yet because the movie hasn't come out. We haven't mm. they haven't alluded to it in the um, trailers. We don't know what the fuck they're supposed to be doing. Mm. There could be more hints in this movie. We already know Batman will show in this movie, whether it's a um, a flashback or in real time. We don't mm. know. But there more, might be more hints for things to come. Mm. Well, I think oh, I get the feeling that this Suicide Squad movie is going to have more Batman origin story than what everybody else is thinking or expecting. Because at the minute, everyone's expecting him to have a cameo. Yeah. But after seeing this movie and looking, there was a little point um, where Batman was in the Batcave. And he and looks at that uh, memorialised statue or, or, or suit of yeah, one of the Robins. Robins. And it, what was it? It was ha, ha, ha. Uh, jokes on you, jokes Batman, on you or something Batman. like that. And so whether... Um, now, that, so, that could possibly be a reference to um, 
uh, Death in the Family storyline with um, when the Joker killed uh, the second Robin, Jason yeah. Todd. Um, but who knows? Who they knows? could deviate slightly. Yeah. Who knows? But I, I think looking into it, there's a potential that Batman could could play quite heavily within that movie. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I think for next year though, um, and Batman and Wonder Woman at the very end of the movie of of this movie, um, were saying we have to get every the, everyone together. They have yeah, to fight. They have to fight. And they have to fight. Yeah. And so, um, I think. Yeah, obviously the next Justice movie is going to be heavily about getting the gang together and, <laughs> and finding where getting everyone, the old band together. Well, a mission it, from Gad. Yeah, <laughs> getting everyone together um, and sorting sorting all that out. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited. Yeah, and I think obviously for now the initial Justice League is going to be Cyborg, The Flash, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman. Yeah. <coughs> um, at this stage. But who knows? Maybe at the end there might be a few cameos. There might be um, more. There might. There, a, there could possibly be a Martian Manhunter that well, we just don't know about. Well, yet. that's that's the whole thing. I think with with particularly this whole alien storyline, it would yeah. really it would make no sense not to have him well, in there. Look, we already know that it's not exactly greenlit yet, but we know that there is thought of bringing in a Green Lantern Corps movie. Um, oh no! Yeah, that's that's legit. That's happening. That is okay. Yeah. Um, but they won't be in the Justice League movie yet. But there could be, and they uh, won't be in nineteen either. No, no, no. But there could be uh, uh, little kind of Easter eggs or references to them. Mm. We saw already the the um, uh, the mention of uh, Colonel Ferris. Yeah. In, in this movie, so like, there's one. Mm. Yeah, I think, well, at this stage, the Green Lantern movie is, I think, scheduled for 2020. Yeah. Um, which would be before... It's not too which far would, away, but, but it is. It, a, it, it is, is a, before the second Justice League movie. Yeah. The first one's 2017, so next year, and then the following one's 2019. Mm. So at this stage, they'll miss the first two Justice League movies. But, but that, who knows? That's not to say that Martian Manhunter... Or even someone that's an outside character like the Green Arrow might, yeah. might appear. Or even there's all possibilities for any DC character. They could bring a Supergirl into it. Yeah. They could uh, change that storyline of Supergirl that we've seen in on the TV. Um, they could do the Bottle City of Candor yeah. storyline. Like. Yeah. They could be bringing Brainiac into shit. Like yeah. fuck, they could go anywhere. Yeah, there's quite a lot, but. I think I think for now though, like we've, we've probably covered quite yeah. quite a lot, um, and hopefully we've we've explained a few things to people and um, put a few um, reviews to rest yeah. that people might have had initially. I um, think if you do still think there's stuff that you'd like us to answer, or you've come up with some questions that we may not have covered, by all means, uh, get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Yeah, um, I think. I think for us is like we've given a pretty detailed review. Yeah. And I think like by no means to me the movie's not perfect, but to me it's very, very, very good. Yeah. Um, like and I think the little things that have, have that have annoyed me I've touched on, but I think 
the the overriding consensus that I've had is reviews that I've seen that haven't been positive. Yeah. Have been people that are either misinformed or have gone into the movie expecting something entirely different and yeah. have been expecting or, a Marvel movie or already wanting to hate yeah. it and just looking for any excuse. Yeah, kind I of think thing. I think a lot of it though is got to do with people expecting a Marvel movie. Yeah, and which what, it is not, and it's not. It's a, like DC and Marvel, even though they're they're both comic book companies, are both totally different with totally different characters. And they both want to see each other do well. Yeah, but I think at the same time, but at the same time, both of them both state very heavily there is a point of difference between the two comic book um, movies, like the the universes, the comics, everything, and they want to make sure that it it is still very different from each other. Yeah, and so at times, like this movie, might not be as easily digestible. to, to your average casual fan, but I think I like me. I, I enjoyed this more than any any Marvel movie I've seen recently, and I, I reckon I'll probably cop a fair bit of <laughs> look. <laughs> bit I have a I, whack for that. I totally but, agree. Just because, but, um, uh, like, with what we've talked about, and if we're right with a lot of these things, which I think we are, um, my my head just about to explode. There's just so how much. fucking good. It, it is, yeah. and like how seriously they're taking it, and just bringing in Dark Side is fucking phenomenal, yeah. man. I think, I think when it when this DC universe is in full swing, yeah, I think particularly the Justice League movies, I'm guessing, are going to totally knock the socks off anybody like the Avengers movies and knock yeah. your socks off everything else because I think the storylines are a lot more detailed. Yeah. Than the Marvel movies, um, and I think, yeah, something like a Justice League movie would just, with Darkseid particularly, will just be incredible. Especially yeah. if the Injustice storyline comes through. Yeah, that'd be sick. But um, yeah, I think, yeah, it's all it's all good for the future. And I think oh, I just want to reiterate one more thing: you and I are not ever knocking Marvel. No, we're not. Knows. They what they do, they do extremely well, yeah. and they're very good at it. And we're both massive fans of it. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think I've, I think we just want to stress that it's just a point of difference between the two comic yeah. books. Like, um, uh, yeah, like, uh, no, yeah, you summed that up beautifully. Yeah. I, I've got nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I guess, yeah, to sort of sum up, did you want to? Want to give how many um, potatoes out of ten? <laughs> I I'd like to give it a nine out of ten. Yeah. Um, because I I do believe in all things there is room for improvement. I think. Um, like, especially since like so many people don't understand what's going on, they could have made it a bit clearer. But to me, I, to me personally, I think the movie was brilliant. I think I'll probably give mine a eight point five. Sweet. Um, but I think my my a lot of my main gripes is with like just some of the the characters yeah, like yeah. Lois that I think could have just been done um, a bit better. Mm. And I think as much as I love um, cr- how cryptic it is yeah. and how you've really got to think about it, I dare say I th- I don't think DC and Zack Snyder have really thought about the broader picture. Initially, because yeah. they've they've gone out and gone, 
this movie is going to be great for everybody. Yeah. And it's going to be, it's going to knock the socks off everybody and you're going to freaking love it. And then having accounted for the 50% of people that are just casual fans that just, yeah. just like to sing the Batman song. No, 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 no. And see Batman <laughs> kick some butt and, um, have a, have a, a storyline that's easily digestible on a sad day, Saturday night or yeah. um, on a weekend because they want to relax and they want to enjoy. Yeah. And this movie, as we've mentioned so many times, is not that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I'm not trying to deter people from seeing the movie at all. Tell yeah. your friends, tell your look, family, look, tell I've, everybody. I've it's even great. started up a, um, a hashtag <laughs> for this. Like, if you totally agree with us or if you're on the side, if you love the movie, please get on board with this. Uh, hashtag I believe in BVS. Yeah. Um, please just get onto it. Do that. It'll make me so happy. <laughs> yeah. um, and if you do like agree with what we're saying, if you do uh, love the movie, if uh, what we've said kind of rings true to you, if you like our explanations of stuff, share this podcast mm. around. Oh, totally. Um, yeah help combat the ignorance of reviews that are out there at the moment. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much... Yeah, I think that's all we've got to say on it. Yeah. It's come to almost an hour and a half of Great. talking, so I think we've done well. <laughs> Great. Um, so, yeah, uh, signing off for another episode. I mean, this whole episode's just been about Batman vs. Superman. Uh, we'll, we'll, we will get to our... Um, Regular. Uh, a, regular a regular broadcast. broadcast. <laughs> um, I think in in the next um, week or two, we'll do a special on um, the Daredevil series. Yeah, sick. Um, we're just going to do one show devoted to um, Daredevil um, because that's that's not in our regular lineup yeah. of DC shows. And, and we both, lo- both watch love it, it and we both love it. Both love so. it. And I think, um, yeah, and we've, we've always said that we're not, DC exclusive. Yeah. It um, just happens that it just, we enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, but something else we enjoy is obviously, um, yeah, Daredevil. So we'll um, run through that in the next week or two. Yeah, sick. And cool. yeah, like we said, we'll get back to your regular broadcasting very soon. Um, until then, I've been Yogi. I'm Ben Dom. And although the geek will one day in the future inherit the world, until then, we are the legends of today.